This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash CSR to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash CSR for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, dude. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing dude, tonight? you know, I'm doing good. It has been a really long day, I'm not going to lie. Like I could tell. You came to the shop today, dude. It was bumping. Like, I mean, just... People everywhere, tobacco flying everywhere. I ran out of a couple things and, like, made it complicated. People were asking for, you know, just difficult advice questions on kind of problematic pipe stuff. And, um, man, it was just on and on, you know. So uh, it kind of tired, but, um, man, you were gracious enough when I got here to provide me some... uh, to, this is Tullamore Dew. Tullamore Dew. Right? It's yeah, a right. it's an Irish whiskey, I that's believe. Right. A little, little and, sweet. And, uh, man, put it, put it on some ice. And, uh, dude, I'm just... Uh, I'm just happy to be here, man. I'm happy hey. to be looking at your goofy face, wearing your flash te- <laughs> flashed shirt. Uh, is that flash? Did I get that, that is, right? That is flash. Okay, good, good. I've, I've progressed that. I'm glad you got that's that good. one right. It's not like least. the Metroid logo or oh something. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but, man, I'm I'm, uh, I'm doing great. What's going on with you, man? Man, oh, just Lots staying. going on, huh? A ton has been going on. <laughs> a ton has been going on. I know we said it last week, but if you're following me on Twitter, then you know a little bit about what's going on in my life. Yeah. That being said... <laughs> Pray I, for you? Is that is that adequate? You pray, know what? Pray. Yes, just pray for me. That that's that's good, man. That's, S- send up send up some uh, some some good good spirit thoughts. Absolutely, and all that. Right. Well, I'll tell you something though that's happening later on this month. What? You know, I, I go to Grand Rapids every single year. Yeah, around that's right. this time. Yeah, it's coming uh, up soon. Huh? Man, we've got a we've got a nice little uh, uh, group out in Grand Rapids that listens to us. Yeah, and uh, and one of the things I'm looking forward to is actually getting a chance to meet some of you folks. Uh, you know, last year I met up with Beardcore, uh, got to be able to make that connection in person, which was really great. Uh, this year I actually talked to him on Facebook today and, uh, I think August, I want to say the 26th, but maybe we said 27th, but one way or the other, one of those two nights, uh, we're going to this pub in Grand Rapids. And so if you're in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area in August, uh, either 26th, 27th, I'll have more specific data, uh, next week. But, um, one way or the other, I let me know because we'll we'll all meet up and it'll be fun. Um, there's I'm blanking on the place, which is really really terrible. I, yeah, I, sh- I should have like probably put it in the show notes. But is it the tobacconist up there? Is it's that actually what you're about? we did that last time. Okay, this time we're actually we're going. There's this pub where it's basically like the the majority of the pub is like a giant porch. Yeah, and they've got a like phenomenal beer selection too. Like Grand Rapids is known really for nice. its beer these days. Is that kind of a thing? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I did not realize that until I visited. But but yeah, man, they they've got a lot of pubs up there, a lot of breweries, and uh, and so this one in particular, I, I went to last year briefly with my wife, and I thought, man, this is like the perfect place for a meetup. Yeah, so, that's that worked out great. Yeah, so uh, come hang out with me in Beardcore, um, August twenty sixth to twenty seventh. There'll be more details to follow. But if you're in the Grand Rapids area, man, we we. That'd be awesome. That's exciting, let's, man. Let's hey, connect. Hey, do you know what part of the mitten that's in? You know, my wife is really good about She's that. In the, she she knows about the mitten. She actually, if, if you if you have friends from Michigan or you live in Michigan, you know what the mitten means. Oh, absolutely. Um, but but yeah, the mitten is kind of the shape. What 
So, uh, but it's somewhere in the mitten. Well, she she's actually <laughs> I remember because she's actually got like a freckle on her hand, specifically where wow. uh, Grand Rapids is. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, God, that's that's what freckles are. They're they're little uh, methods of of remembering things. That I like that. Yeah, I mean, I've got my one grandmother on my... always said it's when like angels kissed me when I was like being born. Or yeah, something. that's that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> lies. It's all lies. <laughs> that's what your grandmother. My grandmother says. actually never said that. I was about to say that's what grandmothers <laughs> tell their ugly children. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, you're so beautiful, y'all. Pray for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the South, we're like, oh, she's so fat. Bless her heart. <laughs> Bless her heart. My goodness. Oh. Well, yeah, man. But, but what would we, you know, we've been talking about it, but uh, major major to-do happening over at the Squire. Golly, man. It is so exciting. Um, we're now into August. This is uh, our first episode of August 2015. And uh, this August marks uh, the Country Squire's 45th birthday. Yeah. Bo, it's just incredible, man. We... Uh, man, we just have a lot of really interesting thoughts. I was actually going through some old photos of, uh, you know, the shop back from the 70s and 80s earlier today. And, um, man, kids growing up in the shop, like our, our current owner, uh, Kim, you know, when she was a very, very young woman, just right. kind of, uh, you know, selling pipes and tobacco. And it's just a family affair, you know. We've uh, had folks kind of all over the map doing this and that at the shop and, uh you know, a lot, just a lot of memories. Even the UPS guy at the shop, his name is Don, uh, one of the friendliest people you'll ever meet. And man, he's he's been at he's been at uh, at the quarter. You've been uh, on his route delivering packages for you know like thirty thirty five years. I hope he retires at some point. He's got to be <laughs> he's got to be getting tired. But uh, man, it's just it's just home. You know, it's just yeah. home for a lot of people and uh, for you know for some of our customers longer than I've been alive, which is just really humbling. So. Um, yeah, anyway, lots of events going on. Uh, just real quick recap on that. Uh, this week, if you're in the Jackson area, uh, Thursday night, we've got a scotch tasting uh, at 7 o'clock p.m. That's sponsored by Hive Beverages, uh, big, big uh, alcohol distributor. Uh, next week, we are so fired up because on the 13th of August, 13th. We're, uh, Pete Prevost with Briarworks International is coming to town. Uh, he's going to have Briarworks, Neptune, and Icarus Pipes uh, for sale that night. Big trunk show, bringing a lot of stock. Uh, we're going to have... Uh, you know, some uh, lots of uh, beverages and, you know, little music playing and uh, people can come hang out as long as they want. Talk to the, uh, you know, one of the producers of these pipes him- themselves and um, it'd just be a lot of fun. Um, after that, we've got uh, on the 21st, we've got my friend Matthew Clark, who's a local Jackson musician. Uh, and he's actually going to do a live concert at the shop, which will be a blast. Matthew's uh, really good people. Uh, pipe smoker, um, travels all over the country, uh, singing a lot of good folk music. And, uh, and actually, you can find out more about him at MatthewClark.net, uh, if you're listening. Um, and then, uh, finally, the very last uh, Friday night of August, we are having the Country Squire's 45th birthday party. Yeah. And um, I, let's just say I'm going to take the next day off. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of assumed, you know. I mean, right. if, if you're going to be 45 and, like, you know, it only happens once, and I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a tobacconist. Like you know, most most uh, tobacco shops that open nowadays, or you know, um, you know, maybe have a three four year lifespan. And dude, we've been here forty five years. Man. Like you know, doggone Willie Morris, who wrote My Dog Skip, <laughs> used to shop with us. That's like, right. That's come on, right. give me a break. Like I mean. We're gonna we're gonna do it upright. So uh, yeah, we're really excited. Uh, that's that's the last uh, Friday in August, and uh, and we really hope you can make it. And I mean, for forty five, I mean, doesn't look a day over forty four. Uh, not at all. No, not at all. No. Actually, it might look like fifty eight. Well, it's, 
might be showing the edge a it's little a bit. It's a dusty pipe shop. It says it should be. Yeah, well, it's it's part of the uh, it's part of the appeal. No, people pay good money for that dust. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um oh hey, speaking of which, I I I don't know how that's a transition. By by the way, over on uh, Twitter if you're speaking watching Speaking of us, dust, right. If you are watching us live, you uh, you can engage with us during uh, during the show if you follow us on Twitter at Squire Radio. And uh, Jimmy at Jimmy underscore in underscore gr, so Jimmy in Grand Rapids, yeah, yeah. is actually tweeting in and saying, uh, asking if it's Founders, if that was the bar I was talking to. Oh, right okay. And it is. It is Founders. Founders is the name of the bar. So okay. thank you, Jimmy. Hope you're able to join us. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, also, speaking of meeting up, man, Nola. You know, we're going to talk a little man, bit it later is on. Coming up, dude. Yes, golly. We we booked our accommodations recently. Oh yeah, actually I owe you some coin for that. I you think. do, Briar does as well. We've we've got the uh, we'll, we, we'll work that out. It'll be the bachelor pad of all bachelor pads. It's gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna be fun. But um, it's it's close to festivities, right? Absolutely. Uh, we're actually, I mean, the, the, where we're set up, this right. is this is more fun for us than is anybody else. But where where you and I are, set up, <laughs> let's gloat right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna be set up, my friend, like right smack dab in the middle of the French Quarter, right. And, I mean, uh, it's close to the cathedral, it, right? It's like a block behind it. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. That's fantastic. And now the paparazzi are going to show up and everything else. I'm kidding, because, you know, we don't we don't draw paparazzi, but hopefully we will draw you guys, because we do want to do a big <laughs> meetup while we're there. Um, you know, I've, I've mentioned it before, but uh, email me, CSR at potisteri.com, or uh, Facebook, message us, or, or really just kind of get in touch with us, but make sure you put meetup somewhere in the subject line. Because uh, that's how I'm kind of starting to pull that list together. I actually went through our emails today and, and pulled all the ones. If you emailed and you didn't put Meetup in the line, you need to maybe do, do it again. Maybe do it again. Because <laughs> uh, I want to make sure that we're we being have a little that. needy, but it'll help us a lot. Well, and part of it too, and I want to say this as well. If you're local, if you're a local listener, um, you know, and you're you're a member of even the Magnolia Pipe Club, you may think, oh yeah, well of course I'm going to that. Well, I still need to know that. So email me anyway, right. um, just because I need that head count. Because I don't want to get a table for for one number and then all of a sudden everybody was like oh yeah of course i'm going shows up and we have no seats for you so uh so Whoops. make sure that i get that information again you can email me csr at potisteri.com i'll make sure that we make that happen uh that'll be a lot of fun hey pappy joe actually says he tweets in live uh he says happy 45th to the squire but he says how about a shout out to the coast guard that turns 225 years old tomorrow. Oh, dang. Is that Dude, right? Isn't that awesome? That's incredible. That is really great. So, uh, man, to all our Coast Guard friends. Absolutely. Man, happy birthday. Thank you for guarding that coast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I got some great friends in the Coast Guard. That's, That's good. Um, I'll have to shoot them some text messages yeah. tomorrow. And Pappy Joe, by the way, uh, your blend, your private blend at the Country Squire, well, you actually have a few, but Senior Chief... Uh, which is the one we've kind of settled on, is actually going to be our August private blend of the month. I cannot Uh, wait to try that. Isn't that that exciting? Yeah, Yeah. it's actually really good. It's kind of a hybrid blend. And so you've got a little Latakia, um, you know, lots of Burley, Virginia, uh, and a little Cavendish in there. There's a a lot going on. But, um, man, Senior Chief's been a hit. So, uh, yeah, anyway, we're going to put it out later this week. You'll actually get to... uh, to, to buy it online uh, from our website. You know so, what I love about Pappy? Cool. What? He he ne- he doesn't hold his punches, so as soon as I try that blend, I'm not holding my punches either. He's going to ask you how long you can keep it lit, though. 
<laughs> and there it is. And there it is. For the win. Uh, man, we've got the great listener community. Um, you know, one of the things that came up, uh, if, if you're following us on Facebook, you know, from time to time, we, we put out posts with the idea of kind of generating some conversation within the community. Yeah. Um, positivity in the comment section. One of the few places on Facebook you'll find positivity throughout the, uh, the comment <laughs> section, if I'll make that job. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, we had this great suggestion that was sent in from, uh, from Jeremy uh, Aaron Holt, who asked the question, I think he, he asked us, he was like, you know, it'd be cool if there was like a top 10 tins that you have to try before you die. Wow. Um, 10 tobaccos. So we posted it out there and um, got some great listener response. So if, and we've got it pinned up at the top. So if, if you'd like to recommend some 10 tobacco to the community, even if it's not a full on top 10 list, maybe yeah. just top five. Uh, head over there, write those because a lot of it's been great seeing a lot of those suggestions come through and uh, some really really cool stuff. So. Man, that's great! I would love to, you know, and I'd love to hear that from some of our you know faithful listeners because you're going to have a v- wide variety depending on folks' taste. But um, I imagine a lot of them would be the same. Would it be safe to say like Orlick Golden Slice would be my number like one through six? <laughs> well, I, I think I think it would be. People a, make fun of me because how much I smoke that stuff. <laughs> It really is kind of ridiculous. I, I think for different people, though, even if the top 10 list might be similar, I think maybe the numbering would be completely different. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it is, it's interesting to see all that uh, fall through. That makes sense. Uh, one last thing before we jump into our awesome topic that we have for tonight. Um, you know, one of the great things about this listening community is I, it's, it's very much a community-driven podcast. Um, and we've just been blown away by the, the support and just the, the numbers that we've seen from the show. And it, it's been really, really wonderful. And, you know, one of the ways that we, we kind of make this show happen is, um, through sponsorship. You know, we've, we've talked about audible, you'll hear more about them later on in the show. Um, but what I'm looking kind of at, at the coming, uh, coming months and, and, you know, how the, the show is kind of, uh, growing and, it struck me as I recently had a product through which I wanted to advertise through podcasts that it's not easy to find out how to advertise through a podcast. So I know that with our listening community, man, we've got a ton of uh, creators, we've got businessmen, we've got entrepreneurs, we've got craftsmen. And so I just kind of want to open it up. If you would like your product to be sponsored on our show, if you kind of like to inquire about ad space or something like that, um, email me, csr at potisteri.com. And I want to make sure I'm, I'm clear on this. When I say ad space, I use that very loosely because we, uh, my, my mindset with all shows on Potisteri is that we don't advertise, we endorse. Um, we, yeah. would not, we would not bring up or recommend products, uh, paid or otherwise, to our listeners if we didn't fully believe in the, the product. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, one of the, so I, so that's kind of a, an assurance in two ways. One, if we endorse it, that means we really truly believe in it. So you as a listener will never sell out from that standpoint and, uh, and endorse something that we wouldn't believe in. And then also, if we do endorse your product, it just means that it's that much better. Um, and, and in our opinions anyway. So anyway, I just want to open that up. CSR at potisteri.com. This could be a great opportunity for you. If you want to help get your product, your book, your, uh, whatever it might be out there, uh, let us know. It'll be somewhat first come first serve because I'm not, you know, we're not going to all of a sudden inject advertisements or anything like that. It would be very similar to the way that we've done things like audible or the new Orleans pipe show. Yeah. Things like that. I mean, we won't, we're not stacking on top. We're looking at kind of rotating through, as we enter into the coming months. So. It, t- it tends to be very conversational, too, with us. Exactly. I mean, be- because the, we, 
you know, we do pick out things we believe in and things that we get really excited about. Um, like if you can't tell we're excited about going to New Orleans, oh then, my gosh, <laughs> um, you need to, you know, unclog your ears. <laughs> yeah. But it, you know, it's, it's going to be something, um, you, you know, if it, if it does work out for you where, uh, you know, we're, we're really thrilled to, to support you and, um, and eager to do so. That's right. So, yeah. Mutually beneficial relationships are what we're looking for. But anyway, that's out of the way, man. I want to talk about what we're talking about tonight. What are we talking about, Bo? Okay. So <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, and you know, we had, we actually had, um, a couple of subjects kind of lined up for tonight and it occurred to me that there is an aspect of the pipe that we have yet to really fully talk about that's not really even fully connected to the pipe. It's not even the pipe. It's not even the pipe. I, is it? Is it relating to to the ash? Because <laughs> you know you got to tamp that ash. You do have to tamp the ash. That's right. Now, we're talking about <laughs> tamps tonight. <laughs> I'm so glad we got that out of the, out of the way, too. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's, it's funny you talk about, you know, you kind of brought up the idea uh, before of maybe uh, exploring tamps and di- different tamping uh, tools and uh, man, I was really glad we could because you know what's interesting to me. A lot of folks, you know, are like, "Man, you you talk about tamping a lot." And you know, I'm I'm kind of big on like I don't let new pipe smokers walk out of my shop without a tamp. You know, if, right. you, if you're gonna if you're gonna buy a pipe and you don't you have not done this before, you will walk out of the shop with with a tamp. So mm-hmm. so it's very utilitarian, but also. Uh, you know, lots of um, you know, lots of freedom can be taken with kind of how they're constructed and and uh, you know, some of the ancillary uh, uses for them. Well, and you know, so in in our, our one at least one, if not a, a few of our pipes one hundred and one episodes, we've talked about kind of the the additional things that you need when you walk out with a pipe. You That's know, right. Your pipe cleaner and uh, you know your tobacco and everything else, and the tamp is definitely that necessity. Um, you know, just it, from a utility standpoint, of course, you know, it, it's it's there to tamp the ash to, you know, to kind of work your, uh, right. Stoke the flame, stoke the fire and, and, and keep it lit. It's a, it's a huge tool. I mean, it is the pipe tool. However, um, what I have noticed lately is a lot, you know, when I, when I first started pipe smoking, I kind of saw the tamp as that little piece of metal, you know, blade on one side, flat on the other side, looks like a nail. Right. And that's what a tamp was. But as I've dived more and, and kind of been more into the pipe world, mm-hmm. I've started to appreciate that the tamp has kind of taken on this additional space in terms of the pipe carver, you know, adding to the artwork of the pipe. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. extremely complementary uh, to the, to the, you know, what's being used. The, the really what, what kind of generated this for me is that on Facebook, actually, in, in, a, in a Facebook group that I'm a member of. Yeah, I, lo- I love this. Yeah, I, I want to credit the guy, but I couldn't find it when I was looking before the show. And I, I, I'll do it, I promise, next episode. And, and if you are this guy, please let us know. Please let us know. Because like we'd like to do that. I saw this pipe on Facebook that this guy's carving, and he is basing it off of Milner, which is Thor's, sword, uh, Thor's uh, hammer, hammer right. from uh, from Legend, but specifically he's doing it based on the Avengers, you know, Marvel Universe Thor. Okay, so to be clear, it's a pipe that looks like Thor's hammer. Yes. I mean, like... And, and I mean, it's well pulled off. I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's Briar, and it looks gorgeous. I mean, it's an amazing pipe, and I've just been... He's been posting pictures as he gets closer to it being finished, and I, I want to say it was either earlier today, maybe it was yesterday, but he posted out saying that, you know, the next thing he wanted to do was create a tamp for it yeah. that was kind of a lightning bolt. And I thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is brilliant, man. And so, you know, that just made me think about like how many tamps that I've kind of in the past almost like 
cast aside a little bit. That's right. Because, but no, man, there, there's this huge artistic like icing on the cake to many carvers who create those tamps specific for the pipes. Yeah, it, it, it is cool to see because a lot of your high-end carvers, uh, you know, American pipe makers and, and abroad, and even a lot of your production companies too, are starting to make tamps that that do uh, complement the pipe. Maybe they're made out of the similar material or, or something like that. But, um, you know, I, I think to talk about tamping, we, we kind of have to start at the basics. Like what, you know, what, what are you doing when you tamp? And right. the most, the most uh, you know, architecturally, functionally honest tamp that there is is probably just a pipe nail. You know, something that's just super simple. Uh, on one end, you've got a flat a flat uh, head, uh, just like you would a nail. On the other end, it's kind of spooned out so that you can scoop your tobacco out. Right. Uh, this one's painted purple because we paint our house tamps at the Squire purple. And that is so if you walk out with one, you'll know that it's a Squire tamp. <laughs> and you'll bring it back. And if you stole one, then you have the shame of having a purple tamp. That's right. That's right. Sometimes there are other colors. Yeah, too. I was about to say, I believe at one point I, I had one that was orange. Orange, hot pink. Yeah, we, we, we go with a lot of different yeah. colors. Yeah, yeah. It's nail polish. So. Now, now the, the nail style, I mean, is that... At least it's been my experience as I've visited pipe shops that yeah. that tends to be the house tamp. That's kind of the 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 go to that the poor man's option. That and what I'm showing you now, the check tool here. The check tool is named, uh, of course, after the Czech Republic. Uh, a lot of people just call them the three way tool. Uh, if you're not watching us live on our uh, live feed, um, just think of a uh, you know a tool. Uh, you've seen it before if you know anything about the pipe world. It's a three way tool. It's got a tamp, a pick and a spoon on the end of it. Uh, the tamp, obviously, is for tamping your tobacco. Uh, the spoon, you know, great for cleaning your, your ash out when you're done and, uh, you know, kind of reaming a little bit. And the and the pick, I mostly use for aerating it if I pack it too tightly. Right, right. Yeah, you can also, um, it, it's functional for a lot of reasons, actually. You can help uh, ream your pipe a little further, and you can also uh, clean out the shank of your pipe, too, like if you plug something up. So this is probably the most functional tamp that I've ever ever used personally. Um, and I have gone through, I mean, I, when I buy these, I typically buy them by, like, you know, the five or six of them. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because I just, I, I lose them. And I want, they're kind of like, you know, if you have reading glasses and you need ring, reading glasses kind of like everywhere that you are, a lot of folks will buy like five pair of reading glasses and just leave them wherever they know they'll be. So, you know, I got one in the car, one in the bathroom, one next to the, you know, computer, you know, one in my reading chair and all these different places. <laughs> right. And like, you know, with the tamp, it's the same way. Like I'm kind con- people come in and buy a dozen of them because they like, well, I know I'm going to lose five of them as soon as I open the box, so might as well buy a bunch. Um, so, so that's kind of the gold standard, uh, right. you know, that a lot of people go to, and it's just it's just real, real clean and easy. But uh, we at the Squire, we have a lot of vintage stuff too, which is cool. This is actually a tamp uh, that's a it's a pipe knife design, and so you you'll see these made today. They're uh, you know, very similarly shaped, but looks very um, similar to kind of a Swiss Army knife. It's just a Swiss Army knife kind of thing. It's got a, uh, you know, it opens up just like a a pocket knife would. Uh, similar tools. It's got the little reamer and a and a pick and the tamp. But uh, it, this one's real nice. It's a uh, sterling, and it's also got a place where you could engrave your initials on it, uh, which are pretty cool. So yeah, that that style. I mean, kind of different. Do they still make them like this? They they do make a few that are exact same shape, but I I haven't seen many. Um, that have a specific place for you to engrave your initials on, which I think is kind of a nice touch. Yeah, that so, is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you know, as time has gone on, the pipe accessory, uh, I, I'll tell you, as a as a tobacconist and someone that has to stock a lot of inventory, um, you know, the pipe accessory 
uh, market has been difficult to find. You know, as as the pipe industry from the from the eighties to the nineties became more of a cottage thing, I think it kind of forced a lot of those accessory folks out of the business. Um, and so a lot of the um, you know a lot of the knickknacks that you used to be able to find uh, are just uh, just gone now. And you yeah. know they've been replaced by some different things, but. Um, you know, anyway, it's just, just a little different market. Um, one thing you'll notice about all three of these tamps is that the tamp ends are round. Right. And, you know, there are other tamps out there, these, uh, horseshoe tamps that you'll find, and we actually carry them at the shop too. Some people love them and prefer them. They kind of drive me crazy because, because they have a square end on the bottom. Right. And, and and I'm such a, you know, kind of OCD meticulous person person when i'm tamping my pipe because i you know it's 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 literally the way i keep it lit you're gonna put the pressure straight Um, through well it's not just that but it's actually tamping around the edge of the bowl so wanting to get all the edges uh tamped neatly and evenly and so that's that's very important for me so uh going around is um you know having that round base to get right next to the uh, the rim of the bowl wherever I am is very important. Um, and and then, you know, as we discussed, as you kind of mentioned earlier, you've got tamps that are made of the uh, same material that the that the pipe is made of. So uh, we are a proud carrier of uh, Daverin, Denevik, uh, Morta, uh, Olive, and Briar pipes at our shop. And uh, we, we think uh, Mr. Denevik just does a great job. Master Carver from Croatia, uh, lots of gorgeous pipes. They all tend to be really big. Um, the ones we have right now could double as like, uh, golf clubs. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're just, uh, really big, very handsome, satisfying pipes, good porch pipes, uh, smoking your pipe while you're reading or, or having a glass of scotch. And, um, this, this tamp is actually really nice. It's actually got a brass end on it, but it's made of Morta. And so you'll have a lot of folks that, um, that will do that. They'll stain if they, if it's made of briar, uh, they'll stain the briar the same shade as they would the uh, the pipe that it right. came with. Uh, Savinelli's interesting. They and you know other companies too. Uh, they experiment a lot with you know making tamps that have kind of a similar theme. So uh, for instance, they'll have uh, some acrylic tamps on some of their higher end pipes uh, that have some little accents that feature the wood color of the pipe that it comes with. Uh, probably my favorite that they do is they actually make a uh, the Miele pipe, which is their uh, honey honey flavored pipe. They have a pipe that's uh, 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 the honey pipe, right? Yeah, this it's is actually the one it's the... actually seasoned with honey, and the 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 stem is a really gorgeous honeycomb looking uh, yeah. lucite, which yeah. is it's a stunning pipe to see in person, but. Um, and their tamp is actually like one of those honey... Um, the honey dipper. Yeah. Yeah, the, the tamp is actually the dipper. That's so uh, cool. W- which is really great. So um, one thing about these kind of tamps, though, uh, and the reason I don't particularly use them myself is, um, you know, because they don't have that sharp end at the other end. They facilitate one specific purpose. One purpose. But yeah. for me, you know, I've got to have the other side of the tamp that like also, you know, picks out the ash and any leftover tobacco and kind of pokes at it as it needs to and all that kind of stuff. So um, so they're not as useful to me, and yet sometimes that's that's what people really prefer. Well, and I think about, you know, with especially those, those style with uh, the Morta, if you've got kind of the, the tamp that matches the pipe, mm-hmm. it really is kind of a... a you know, an accessory that you want like that specific tamp with that specific pipe. That's right. And, you know, we talked about this before, but like when you go into your, your local pipe club meeting, 
you know, it's not like it's not like you just grab a pipe and go. You pick out, you know, the one you want to show off a little That's bit. That's right. That's and so right. if you've got like a big bold mortar pipe, you're probably going to want to take that as your primary tamp. Yeah. You know, if it goes if it matches and goes along with I it. I mean, it, it it definitely scores high on the style points. Absolutely. You know? Um other ones that score high on the style points, we've got um our friends at Mitchell Thomas who make a, a lot of these kind of tamps. They've got kind of a uh, either a gunmetal or a faux granite thing that's uh, just got a nice weight to it. A lot of folks like a tamp that's heavier, and the reason they do is because the tamp, uh, you almost just drop it on the ash itself without having to push it down. Sure, the weight actually does the pressing. The weight you does doing. all the work for you, and that kind of helps you with over-tamping. You know, sometimes people... Um, you know, there. yeah, I mean, it's, uh, sometimes people do tend to over tamp a little bit and can, uh, snuff their pipe out maybe in four and a half minutes. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that, um, you know, it can be kind of helpful to have a tamp that, that has some heft to it. Um, antler is a very popular, uh, medium. Yeah. And this is something that we've, uh, sold quite a bit of at the shop for some time. Um, actually I'll show you, this is, uh, just a very, very popular, kind of kind of thing that other people have done. This is not something that uh, we sell at the shop, but this is a uh, bullet casing. It's a little thirty eight right. uh, caliber shell casing uh, that's got a the end of an antler uh, sticking out of it. And our friend Ricky Walker actually uh, made that for me. Oh, is that so, right? Yeah, just really cool. Uh, he actually carved. You look real closely yeah. on the side. It says J D Cole on the side. That's so, so great. Uh, kind of neat, you know. But um, yeah, they'll t- a lot of folks will take the the bullet. Uh, cases and actually, you know, embed the tamp in there. And then we've got a local artist, Philip Herring, um, that makes tons of these tamps that are wildly popular. Um, and they've got, uh, you know, antler, uh, a piece of acrylic, and then, you know, uh, th- some type of wood. A lot of times he'll use briar, which is really nice because the briar, you know, is obviously the the medium that most pipes are made of. This one, uh, and we've got several of these at the shop, are actually carved out of magnolia. And so the bottom part of this is actually a, a magnolia uh, piece, which is kind of nice, and you can tamp with that. That's beautiful. Um, antlers tend to be pretty functional because they I, come to a point. Yeah, I was going to ask you um, about that. Yeah, and so you've got you know the end that is certainly flat to tamp with, but you know unlike for instance this Morta tamp or you know the Honey Dipper or whatever, um, it, it also comes to a point. And the point for me is essential. Some right. people don't uh, don't need that. Um, I, I personally do. Am I remembering correctly that like the rocks pipes, you, typically they they also make antler tamps, or am I making that up? Well, they make them, but they don't. You know, so far anyway, they haven't come with the with the pipe. It now, just I, makes so much. I sense think that's to me. something that they'll explore down the road. Yeah. But yeah, uh, John Michael, who uh, is uh, actually overseas right now, but uh, yeah, he carved a uh, a bamboo. Let's see, it was a briar. T- it was a it was a antler tamp that had a sandblasted bamboo accent and a briar uh a briar tamping end on it and it was hot man yeah it was hot it was about three pounds it was really big but it was worth it (laughs) have you seen that that mortar pipe that two made it was beautiful it was insane yeah it was beautiful and and our for those of you not familiar with rocks we've we've had the rocks guys on before um the rocks uh rocks pipes are a local pipe carver here uh, it's uh, John Michael Combs and uh, I'm sorry, John Michael George and two Combs and these two guys uh, just make an exquisite pipe, uh, hand cut stems, uh, lots of uh, real nerds about their grain, very uh, you know 
very big on specifics and like the the fundamental stuff. So they will uh, make sure you know pipe is drilled exquisitely before they'll ever do any kind of accent or anything like Quick that. Quick tangent on this because we're already tangenting a little bit anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was at the shop. Uh, this was on your day off, and we, I was there with the apprentice. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, he is mm-hmm. just growing up so fast. I know I've mentioned that before. Plus his heart in that. I mean, just like he's just growing up. <laughs> <laughs> but I was there. It was me, Briar, and the apprentice. And Butch walks in. Yeah. You know, we mentioned Butch before. There's a friend, a friend of the show. That's right. big on YouTube and that kind of stuff. But Butch walks in, and he busts out this mortar pipe. And, you know, I love Davern's pipes, but Davern's are also really, really They're big. They're really big. This was actually a mortar pipe that was bigger than your average briar pipe. That's however, right. still, you know. Kind of manageable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very, very so, manageable. Something you tote with yourself. Exactly. Right? You, you tote. And I yeah. mean, like, jaw on the floor. And I was like, man, that is that is a gorgeous. I, you know, it's like, that's got to be one of Davern's. He's like, no, actually, actually, two made it. And I was like. it was. It's a rocks pipe. Two made that? It is a rocks pipe. And rocks pipes are inc- phenomenal. But one, for one thing, I didn't know they were experimenting with mortar. That's right and for two it was the smallest mortar pipe i've ever seen which again much bigger than your average briar pipe and i'm like all right how much do you pay for that i know <laughs> do you know that two gave it to him for, two gave it it was to a that gift guy. i know that's insane yeah he 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 loves Butch i need to start so being much. so much nicer to two I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah that that was two's first mortar pipe and uh he was so uh, so intent on making something that he knew Butch would like and give and gave it to him. And it's funny that Butch actually, uh, as he saw this pipe being developed, as two would share some, um, you know, some photos on his rocks page on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. Uh, Butch was like, man, that's such a cool pipe, but I'm not going to be able to afford it because, uh, you know, I know he's going to ask this much for it and it's all this, you know, just real expensive. And um, But man, it's such a cool pipe. He actually made the background of his phone that pipe. Oh, I, I I would too. So I mean that 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 pipe was actually the background image on his phone, and then and then two the uh you know one of the two carvers at at Rock's Pipes uh man just walked in one day and handed him that pipe. I mean, and, and Butch Butch didn't weep, but on the inside he kind of did. I'm weeping. <laughs> Look, I told him. I told him. I asked him it after I said, you know, how much did you pay for it? And he told yeah. me that it was a gift. I said, all right, how much you want to make on it? Right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a gorgeous one. Anyway, name, name your price. Back to Tamps. Well. A couple other ones I want to show. Uh, this one is one of my very favorites. Now, this is an old, old Dunhill Tamp. Uh, really? This is a this is a tamp that was uh, founded our shop, um, and it's something that I uh, kind of claimed. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a few that are a few that are around. But this is this is probably my favorite style tamp. Now we've got some tamps at the shop that are like this. They're not Dunhill, but you know they're they're similarly functional. Um, this is a nested tamp. Uh, and so for those, I know the visuals don't work really. Yeah, it looks well like for, almost like a giant elongated uh, pill. Yeah, it's like a like a big pill. But um, you know what you do is you you unscrew the the top and it's got the little pick. Oh wow! Uh, and then you unscrew the uh, the middle part. This is like a James got, Bond, and <laughs> it's got the tamp. This yeah. is the most wonderful tamp for a professional, and I'm going to tell you why. My biggest frustration with tamping is that the ash when it's left over on the end of your of your tamp right. will get on your pockets it's just going All over to. the place. it's going to get on your pockets yeah. it's going to get on your hands it's going to get uh on your palm and you know just smeared all over the place with a nested tamp um you know, you, you you literally screw it back together and then do whatever you want to with it. And you just don't have to worry about it. So anytime I'm wearing a suit, uh, dressed up, um, you know, have somewhere to be, um, you know, or any kind of professional environment, um, you know, I tend to tend to use this because I don't want to fool with it. Yeah. A um, couple more. 
this is actually, you'll see temps that are integrated into lighters. Yeah. Now, this is a Zycar lighter. This is probably our best-selling uh, premium pipe lighter at the shop. We've got some got some other ones, but real nice soft flame that comes out. Uh, whoops, now it's good on a and discount. And now the studio is uh, on fire. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's built. got a built-in, uh, your pick, your uh, kind of pipe scraper, reamer, and, right then, uh, and then your temp. The problem with temps that come on lighters, typically, you've got some outliers out there, but... Uh, they typically tend to be a little small, um, and so that's you, you've got that uh, kind of differential there, uh, where the oh yeah the tamper is quite a bit smaller than the actual uh, than you know most tampers. So um, the convenience you definitely trade it for the quality of it, in my opinion. But uh, you know it's just something to to keep in mind. You know if you've got your lighter, you've always got your tamp, which right. is which is really nice. So um, one other uh, thing that I will mention about tamps, which is really funny. Uh, we talked about antlers. Uh, other folks will use other, how do we say, uh, you know, animal parts for tamps. Um, and 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 so think of all kinds of bones. Sure. Uh, you know, on on uh, you know animals that maybe you went hunting and slayed, or <laughs> you know, uh, found something around your property or whatnot. Um, the most unique tamp, and I, I thought I would only see one of these. I'll be really honest. I, I thought I would only see one, and since I saw my first one, uh, I've seen a few more, uh, which is which is very fascinating to me. But there are how do, how do I do this? Um, there are some mammals that have bones that uh, human males do not have. Um, okay, that bone, <laughs> that bone, you can Google yourself. Uh, is called a baculum. Um, cats have it, uh, otters have it, right on. Uh, raccoons have it, and uh, the the baculum uh, is is in found in the groin area of of some of these uh, mammals. And for some reason, uh, people that have uh, maybe uh, you know killed some of these animals or whatever have have used them as tamps. Really, and it is the strangest thing. And yet, one of my very best friends and a person that uh, you know is at my shop at least three times a week, he tamps his pipe with uh, the baculum of an otter that he found uh, on his land one day, and he respected that otter so much that he he tamps his pipe with it. There's somebody who I'm thinking of who that would be. Is it that person? I well, I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but but it but it really is amazing. Like and and after he showed me this tamp, I was like, huh. <laughs> like you, number one, you touch that, and number two, you, you you made a tamp out of it, and it's actually beautiful. And, and and then number three, you 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 tamp your pipe with it. But since then, I have seen other people that uh that tamp their pipe with a it's uh, a thing with a custom uh, baculum. Well, there you go. Uh, so. So there it is, you know. <laughs> you, you can just you can just make a tamp out of out of darn near anything. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and 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 that is uh, I think that's the um, that's the ultimate uh, the ultimate tamp. I know, where do you go from there? That's great, I think we man. talk about Audible now. <laughs> Actually, before we talk about Audible, um, Jason on Twitter tweeted and asking if the Sterling Silver Tamp is one that's on sale. Uh yeah, it actually is. This one is that's a, a vintage one, right? It's a vintage tamp we've had at the shop for quite a while, uh, and and it is on sale. If you're interested, uh, email um either the show or you can hit me at Country Squire nineteen seventy uh at the shop and uh, at Country Squire nineteen seventy at the shop at gmail dot com and uh and we can we can talk about it. 
All right. Yep. Good deal. Uh, well, now, but now we can talk about Audible. What have you been listening to recently, Bo? Yeah. So you know, I I think I've told you this before. I think I've even mentioned it on the show before. But yeah, I used to really be into World of Warcraft. Right. And it's not that I'm not into World of Warcraft. It's just that life. You know, there's kids and there's businesses and there's there's podcasts and there's everything these days. And I just I don't get a chance to play the games like I used to. That's right. And I want to play more. I think, did I mention this on the show that they actually offered me free game time? No. I've been gone from that game so long that they actually offered me free game time. Wow. Did you take them up? You can't. I, well, I mean, like, when would I, do? actually what I did was I marked on my calendar for the last possible day to okay. take it. Okay. Because I figure it's there. You know, like, yeah. e- like what, like, if. It, and if you got some time, like, take it. And, yeah. You know, get, if you get, get a free, like, you know, th- I mean, I don't know how much of, you know, World of Warcraft, you know, Spirit Land, you can conquer in thirty minutes. Well, but, you it, know, not much, but but yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> but no, I did mark it down. I think I got one more day. But one way or the other, man, I I still really love the world yeah. of World of Warcraft. And what what I love about it, man, is that it's just this huge immersive place. Uh, they've got all of these different books that you can kind of still enjoy that uh, that continuity, the stories that surround it, the lore. Um, and just the, all those different aspects, even if you're not necessarily playing the game, the actual world of it is, is so immersive that you don't even necessarily need to be playing the game in order to get some of that. Yeah, yeah. That's where Audible comes in. There are a ton of books about World of Warcraft and even a lot of Blizzard properties, actually. They've got a ton of uh, video game styled books like that. Okay, and, so 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 books, and I, I'm assuming some of them are novels. I mean, these are stories. Oh, they're huge. There's these stories that are centered around, just like we've seen with the Halo series. Like, uh, you know, you, you've got you've got a whole storyline that people have kind of run with due to the the beauty of the the game itself. Well, that's you know that's that's how a story works for me. I and mean, beyond just like a book, it, like if, if it's a video game and it does not have depth to the story, yeah. If it's you know you see these like sci-fi movies that'll sometimes come out where they you know they they're fine you know they've got these amazing special effects yeah but they're just kind of one and done stories they don't really feel like the universe is really fleshed out and okay. has a history to it okay uh you know books like uh, game of thrones really succeeded in that you're experiencing this awesome incredible story in the present right but it's clearly a world where there's history and there's you know there, there's there's this is a lived-in world that to me is really kind of what gets me going, man. I, I yeah. love kind of that that immersive experience. But uh, books like World of Warcraft, you know, if if you like anything that's in that kind of mindset, I could also recommend to you as I have several times the Game of Thrones series. If you're able to kind of you know stomach it, it, it can be a little graphic at times, but it is uh, but it is a amazing amazing story. Yeah. Audible is a great solution for it. If you go to audibletrial.com slash CSR, you can get yourself a free audiobook, which is an awesome deal. Um, you need to do that anyway because you're going to want that free audio. And you know what? Stick around because Audible is an excellent, excellent service. And uh, anytime I get a chance to get on there, get another game-based uh, book, it makes me happy. And it helps the show. And it does help the show. So CSR or <laughs> audibletrial.com slash CSR. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week this week, of course, is brought to us by the New Orleans Pipe Show. Head over to nolapipeshow.com today to register yourself. We've already mentioned it at the top of the show. We will be there. We'll be doing a meetup. So after you register, email me to let me know that you're going to be there. That is October 3rd of this year. You're going to want to be there. French Quarter, New Orleans, Gumbo, Pipes. And actual pipe smoking in the actual show itself. Where else can you do that? 
Not many places. Not many places. So you need to be there. Yep. All right. This question comes in from Mario Munoz, and this makes me happy because it plays into the topic today. He asks, what... (laughs) I'm sorry. He asks, what is the weirdest thing that you've ever used as a makeshift pipe tamper? That was really the question? That was really the question. Wow. And obviously, I didn't... You know, it's funny, like, uh, you know, if you're watching the live show particularly, like, you understand, Bo and I don't really, you know, talk about some of this before we get into it. And so, if I would have known that this was the question, I may have saved, like, you know, the old baculum tamp uh, for a later, you know, later in the the uh, the, the, the episode. It keeps the, the reactions uh, fresh and... Uh, it's and quite fresh. All that stuff. Yeah. But no, I, the question's not necessarily what is the uh, the weirdest thing that, that somebody else has used. What's the weirdest thing that you've used? That I've ever used. Oh, I've got it. Yeah. Every tube of chapstick that I own has ash stuck on the cap. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm dead serious about this. I always have my chapstick with me. Yeah. I've got them all over my car, all over the house. They're in the shop. They're tucked in every drawer. It's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, you buy a dozen tamps and you just throw them everywhere. Chapstick's the same way with me. I always got to have chapstick. It's an addiction. I don't care. Whatever. Um, they all have, at some point, they have all been used as tampers. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's amazing. And so what, and, and the, and the, the poor little plastic on the end of the, uh, the, uh, the, the chapstick right. has, you know, obviously ashed up and kind of melted. I was about bit. to say, it's going to melt. And, and, and so they all have that, like, you know, there, there's a ash kind of, kind of casing on the top of the, um. On the top of the chapstick, and uh, that's a regular thing for me. Man. I actually, you know, I've got this uh, smorgasbord of tamps that I brought with me tonight. Of all uh, the people, to show, and frankly, I should have brought some chapstick with me <laughs> because that that is my most regular tamp, other than probably the pipe nail and a, and and my handy check. That's tool. awesome. Uh, yeah, I can't tell you how much how many times I've tamped my pipe with a with a piece a tube of chapstick. That's good, man. <laughs> for me, this is kind of embarrassing. A bic pen. Uh, no, we've all been there. No, no, no. Let me be specific. I've tamped with one end. I've also poked with the other end. Okay, okay. So, so you might have gotten a little, a little blue, ink, ink, in blue ink in your pen. But, yeah, you don't, I do not recommend doing that. I only yeah. did it once in a pinch. No, uh, I've done it. I mean, I, you've done it. I've done it. Before. Have you really? I've done it before. Well, there you go. All right, I, I've done it before too. So maybe that's not as weird as I thought it was. I'm telling you, like, I'm gonna tamp my pipe when I have to. I'm gonna pick the ash out when I have to. Yeah, and if that means improvising you know i mean i've tried my thumb but my tender little fingers get no, burned no. I've, I've when it, that's happened several times where i've used my thumb and and you know burned, i immediately regret it, it. Immediately, i'm yeah. just apparently i'm not man enough well i haven't had enough uh telemore do <laughs> that's what you need telemore do it'll make your finger <laughs> it'll make you you can tamp your pipe with more telemore do <laughs> Great pipe question of the week. Excellent question. If you've got a pipe question of the week, send it in CSR at potisteri.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions this week come to us from Tim Nyman, who, uh, this is great. He asked us a bunch of holiday themed questions. Uh, we'll actually have them split up this week and next week. So, oh, I like these. It yeah. was going to be good. Christmas in July, but it's now August, so I guess it's Christmas in August. Mm-hmm. Fireplace or wood stove? Fireplace. Yeah, wood burning fireplace. Yeah, wood burning. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, we can cheat and have the little gas logs and all that stuff, but I mean, they're cute. Have you ever actually used a wood stove before? I have not. 
I don't, you know, I remember we were at um, some camp uh, with my family uh, when I was growing up, and this was like a, it was like a campgrounds, but we were staying in like a house on the campgrounds or something like that. Okay. Kind of like um, almost a cabin, but yeah. a little bit nicer than a cabin. Yeah. But they, they had a wood-burning stove. I bet that joker put out a lot of heat. I'm trying to remember, because I remember like my parents kind of debating whether or not to use it. Like yeah. I, I think my maybe it was my dad really wanted to use it. My mom was like, "I feel like we're going to burn down the place if well, we do." Well, look, this is the thing in the South. When we think of in the Deep South, and we're talk, we're not talking Tennessee, Kentucky. We're talking like you know Mississippi. It's basically subtropical here. Right. So like you know when when you're when we think of fireplace, we think of oh that's cute. We might use that three times in January and February. Well, yeah, yeah. But like th- there are some people that literally you know use these things to to heat their homes right. in very. Um, you know, very cold times of year. And so, uh, you know, it's not just kind of a, a luxury deal, but it's a it's a necessity. And I think, uh, you know, the wood stove probably puts out a ton of heat. Uh, with the fireplace, I I like to burn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and and I like to poke at it with the little poker thing. It kind of reminds me of tamping my pipe, to be honest with you. Right, so yeah. uh, I got that from my dad. My dad always loved to loved a fireplace growing up he was uh you know we we had to live in a house that had a wood-burning fireplace and uh man loved to love to use the the poker and put some big old logs on there and uh matter of fact he probably got that from his dad because my grandfather did too and um yeah so i i have to go with fireplace all right that's good yeah i'm right there with you uh and for and for similar reasons all right ugly christmas sweater or shirt you really like but with a turtleneck Ugh. i mean i I guess I got to go with the Christmas sweater. Got to go with the Christmas yeah, sweater. Yeah, I can't. Like, if I had to pick between a terrible, terrible Christmas sweater uh, and any shirt, even if it was a cool, like, Banana Republic 2015 hot-looking <laughs> something I got at, you know, American Apparel. What bleh. was the big one when we were teenagers? Uh, Abercrombie and Abercrombie Fitch. and Fitch. That was the one. Is they are they even still open? I have no idea. I just remember all those girls used to come home. Uh, you know, we would uh, have our classmates in high school and stuff, and they'd come home with these uh, Abercrombie and Fitch bags, and they had all these like half naked dudes on them, and I was like, <laughs> why would they do that? <laughs> Abercrombie um, and Fitch. Yeah, I, I, dude. Even if it were that, I got I got to go with the ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, I think me too. I hate turtlenecks. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I, I'm not a big fan of ugly Christmas sweaters, but I really hate turtlenecks. No, I'm a, I'm against them on uh, on 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 principle. On principle, yeah, yeah. you got to be. Uh, and then, last but not least, outdoor lights or indoor Christmas village. Oh, outdoor, outdoor lights. Outdoor lights. And that's like these are both things that like. Th- so one of these I see as like an actual ridiculous thing, and the other one I see is like no, this is this is a good thing. So maybe that makes me suspect. I don't know. No, I, outdoor lights all the way. I want outdoor lights. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean you got to flaunt it. You know, like the, yeah. the more you get out there, the better. And we've never gaudy. Really, well, just I well, mean you know you got to light up the light up the neighborhood a little bit. Have you seen the ones that you drive by and they actually have a sign in the front yard that says, turn your radio station to this station? No! And they are broadcasting a station that is playing music that coordinates with the lights. And I'm telling you, you can drive around in like Pearl and Brandon and Madison, Mississippi this Christmas and see like you you tune to such and such station and it is literally coordinated. It's like going to Disney World or something. 
Wait, so is it one station that everyone's coordinating their lights around, or little like are there little broadcast stations at people's houses? No, it's one person's house. It's like if you had it, it, in in front of Pottery Studios here in Bellhaven, right, right, like right. if you had your your house decorated and the lights are you know not just lights that are staying there lit you know constantly, but lights that like flicker in and out with big flare and drama and you know they uh this lights up over here and then it goes dim and then this lights up over here right they they coordinate that with music and so you can actually but there's one station that everybody's coordinating their lights to that that just that one that one house is broadcasting something on one station I feel like we should do you can that. Buy, you can buy a thing that does that. Is that right? I, yeah. You buy, you buy a thing that does that. They used to make... Okay, so for instance... We got to get this thing. For instance, when I uh, used to travel in my car, I didn't have some kind of cassette thing that used to like plug my... I think it was like a... Gosh, this is going back. This was like a <laughs> plug in like a Discman or something into, into... No, it was a Discman. Oh, man. <laughs> it was a CD Discman. Oh. But plugging it into the tape deck, like I didn't have that thing. Oh, yeah. But I, I know did, what you're talking about. But I did have this thing that would broadcast the CD to right. a certain uh, radio station. Right. Maybe a radio station that wasn't used very often kind of Interesting. thing. Interesting. And so you could do that, and that's how you could listen to the CD through your car. Well, this is the same concept. But, you know, you're sitting in front of the house, you tune to this radio station, and then, bam, you might as well be, like, in front of the Magic Kingdom. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm all about that. i gotta, I got to invest it's in It's really way too much. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for uh, this week's Quick Fire Questions. If you got some Quick Fire Questions, send them in. CSR at Pottery.com. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. Listener feedback this week, kind of short, which is probably good because we've been running a little bit long. Where's it going? This has been a fun night. Oh, it's been a lot of fun. But it's we, like therapy. <laughs> let's see. Cthulhu's song actually wrote in on iTunes, said, interesting and entertaining. Stumbled across this one. It's a great podcast, and I am just taking up pipe smoking. The podcast is has great information and is presented in a wonderful and engaging format. Thank you. Uh, Cthulhu. Cthulhu Cthulhu song, we appreciate it, dude. I love that. I love that your name is Cthulhu song. You love that. I I don't know if H.P. Lovecraft is on Audible. I really hope oh, yeah, it definitely. is. If if, if H.P. Lovecraft is on Audible, you need to go there. Go to audibletrial.com/csr. Uh, and if you're into like sci-fi, early kind of dark, uh, you know, sci-fi paranormal kind of fiction stuff, like check out some Lovecraft and 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 give Cthulhu some love. Um, I love Lovecraft. That's a really niche thing. Uh, next on our listener feedback, uh, we got Moto Guzima on iTunes. He says, uh, "What a good show! Super enjoyable. Thanks, John, David, and Bo." Uh, we've also got one from Jessica. That's at Do Rags. Uh, at Do Rags, uh, she says, "Okay, here goes. First time. Thank you, Country Squire." Uh, at Squire Radio for the delicious smelling Rivendell tobacco. <laughs> yeah, man. She, uh, and we we definitely appreciate you grabbing that. Thank you so much, Jessica. Tweeted a picture of that in her uh, Mearsham pipe as uh, as she was venturing. In. I don't know if this is what I did have a question for whether or not that's her first time smoking a pipe or her first time smoking Rivendell. Yeah, 
Yeah. Love to find that out. Absolutely. But yeah, and you know, and that's the great thing because a lot of people will, y'all will tweet in and, and whenever you get kind of uh, some new tobacco and just kind of let us know that you're trying something out. We love getting those kind of tweets in. We love also getting those iTunes reviews. So if you haven't gotten a chance, head over to iTunes, write us a review. It's a great way to help out the show. Uh, also want to remind you that we do broadcast the show live every single Monday night at, at around 7.30 p.m. Central Time. That's 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. Uh, join us, engage with us on Twitter as well. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. And you, you seem like you have something you want to share. No, it's great. I'm just, I think some of these uh, messages we've gotten are inappropriate, and I'm just going to laugh. But you can make me laugh on air if you tweet us live, <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> That'll work. That'll play. <laughs> of course, uh, you can tweet us on on air while we're doing the live show. At Squire Radio is the uh, is the show handle. You can also follow me. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, and you can get us at the shop at at underscore Country Squire. And of course, all this and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, we've had a lot of fun tonight. Hey, you know, Bo, like I'll be honest, I had a long day, and I think that was very apparent when I got here. Tonight. Yeah, oh yeah. And like, man, this has been fun. Like, I, I. Thank you. I told you this was going to be a fun. This show. is a fun night. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, you know what? I think I think John, John David's going to run into this one. He's going to. This is going to be good. Lot. Oh, you called me John David. That's really cute. <laughs> we'll just cap it off that way. Well, man, let's go have a night. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.